0: This is Harry's Strictly Podcast 2022! I'm here to bring you my thoughts, reactions and scores to this year's Strictly! So please welcome your host, it's me, Harry! Week 5 is here and this week we were celebrating 100 years of the bbc each couple went out on the dance floor and danced a tribute to a bbc program or a tribute to an icon from the bbc and what a night it was i really enjoyed tonight i thought all the performances were quite good i mean I was a bit worried when the BBC introduced this new theme because I thought sometimes when they do different takes on the shows they don't pull off as well as normal shows, but I actually think they did well with this theme. The couples overall were quite good, some not amazing, um, and I feel like this week was the first week where all the performances blended into one. There was no standout performance for me this week. They were all just quite good. Like I said, some lower on the leaderboard than others, and that reflected in my scores as well, Um, but I really enjoyed this week. Let's get talking about the dances from week five. First to take to the floor dancing a Charleston to the Blue Pizza theme was Helen and Gorka. Now, first of all, we've got to say what a way to open the show. The Charleston is always a great dance to have first. They set the tone for the night, and that's absolutely what happened with Helen and Gorka. It was playful, energetic, and fun. I really loved the routine. Overall, I thought it was great. Partnering is such a strong point for these two. They bounce off each other so, so well. I was really impressed with the prop work. And actually, she had a lot of Charleston figures. There was so much in there that we can pick apart. And I uh, I thought she did a great job on every single figure. Great expression on some moves. What I want Helen to work on is making that expression look a little bit more authentic. I think at times, it looked a bit forced. Her swivels were really nice. Nice and bouncy. Nice and light. And they had great freedom. They didn't look sticky or stiff at all. I did like the choreography. And I like the figures that she did. But I thought at times, it was a little bit still. I thought she could have moved a bit more at times. I liked the stillness. But then it got a bit too still. Uh, just at times. Not all the time. Just at a little moment. But... A great Charleston to start the night. I really, really enjoyed it. She is starting to blossom even more. The scores are in. Eight. Dancing a tango to the Doctor Who theme was Tyler and Diane. Now, last week, Tyler did a fantastic couple's choice. It was a street commercial routine. Not my personal favourite, but I do think it was really good last week. Now, this week, he was back to traditional ballroom. He was in tango, and what a superb routine. The tango is a ballroom dance, and like we know, it's got to cover the floor. We've got to see the couple move. That's exactly what Tyler did. Completely covered the floor with a fantastic firm frame. I was so impressed with that. His left hand and his arm was right in the correct place. Nice and parallel to the floor, didn't droop. His right arm got a little wobbly at time, but I was really impressed with his left arm. I think he had a really nice posture here as well. Nice and vertical, upright, but in his knees. I like that. He had lots of heel leads in there and a lot of power throughout the routine. I quite liked that we had a lot of power. I mean, the judges weren't too keen on that it was, you know, continuing all the way through and there wasn't much time for any soft or uh, slow parts. But because of the concept and because of the music, I really liked that it was constant and it was going. I think it worked. I was completely in awe of the transitions in and out of hold. He had a good balance of open choreography and closed choreography. And then in the top corner of the dance where he did a bit of open stuff and got straight back in to in hold choreography and started moving across the floor. Absolutely seamless. There was no hiccups or anything. Completely seamless which was very impressive. What I do want Tyler to work on is his eye line. He forgets that we can see his face as well as his upper body and lower body. So, I want him to work on where he's looking, where he's placing his head. I could see him looking around. His focus was a bit off at times. But, I loved the routine and I loved how packed it was. A really good tango. The scores are in. Eight. Eight. Next to take to the floor, dancing a jive to Waterloo by ABBA, was Fleur and Vito. Now, last week, a little bit like Tyler, Fleur had a fantastic routine. Last week, it was her best. She did an Argentine tango. This week, she came out with a completely different dance and danced a jam-packed jive. I have to start off by saying that everything we are looking for in a jive was practically in this routine i mean she kicked it off with a set of ponies lots of change of places danced in different ways lots of drunken sailors chassis kicks flip ball changes uh kicks where we're going to the front to the side and behind with a drunken sailor at the end i really liked how much content was in there Now, there was a few timing issues and I think that was because she was just a bit heavy with everything. The jive has to be quite light. We have to have precision and we've got to have high knees. She managed to get the high knees in there and I think Shirley mentioned that as well. But everything was just a bit stompy for me. Now, we need actually the stompiness in a way on the even beats. So, in a jive, we kind of want to dance it like one, two, three, four. We want those even beats to be accented. But what I feel like Fleur did is make every beat a strong beat, which made the jive look a little bit heavy. So I kind of have to disagree with Craig when he said um, it looked loose. I actually think it looked heavy. What I want her to work on as well is her neck. She loses that completely and she's bringing her head forward so she's not opening out. I also want her to work on a posture. She needs to get that over the balls of her toes, bring that nose forward and that will just help you stay on top of the beat. However, counteracting all of that is her superb performance. High energy that was sustained throughout the whole of the dance. She completely shone in this dance. She's just got to focus on the technique. So a jam-packed routine. Every sort of figure that we're looking for in a jive was in there. With a brilliant performance. Just has to focus on the posture. The weight issues. Timing. Listening to the music. And getting a little bit lighter On her feet. The scores are in. Seven. Dancing a foxtrot. To the EastEnders theme tune. Was James and Amy. I have to agree with the judges here. This dance was like two halves. The open stuff. Which I agree with Craig. Was a little like an American smooth. And then the in hold stuff. The foxtrot steps um, was separated completely. Like, the out-of-hold stuff was really nice, very, um, poetic, great performance, great conviction to all the moves. Then, when he got in hold, it stiffened up a bit, um, it looked a bit awkward, and he was just a bit careful. Let's talk about the opening to start with. Fantastic leading skills. I noticed that straight away. Out of hold, he dances and leads really nicely. What he does is he, like, takes care of Amy, he really um, looks after her, like when she did her standing spin, he was really helping her, and even though that was choreographed, I felt that to be quite genuine. His arm lines were really nice, they weren't straight, they weren't stiff, they didn't stop at his hands, I saw him really trying to express and articulate his wrists, so that was something that was um, I was really impressed with. I loved the section in the bottom corner near the judges where they were able to show each other off. They took time to open up and then continue on with the moves. But the in-hold stuff, like I said, needed a bit of work. What he needs to do is just soften his knees, get into his standing leg a bit more and push off. And that will help get the drive which i think was missing for this dance it was a little uh walking style at times he missed a couple of heel leads and i think that was just because he wasn't ready to go so he didn't really pay attention to his feet that will improve if he gets the drive going so he pushes off from a standing leg and arrives on a heel and there was quite a bit of gapping as well but he's a really watchable person and he's dancing really quite nicely He's learning, and that's what we like. He's taking all the critiques on board, and he's going on a journey. The ballroom is definitely his better style. I'm not saying he won't get better in the Latin, but he definitely shines in the ballroom. I thought this was a really nice routine. Nicely executed, just needs a bit more work in hold. The scores are in. Six... Dancing a Paso Doble to the theme tune from The Apprentice was Ellie and Nikita. This dance was strong, it was expressive, it was powerful and atmospheric. I have said before how much I enjoy watching Ellie dance and for the reason that she is just the best personality out there. She brings so much positivity to the show. She just brings herself 100% and leaves it all on the floor. I love how she channeled herself to this dance. She really engaged with the theme and the style of the Paso Doble without shutting herself off. She didn't look too serious. She still had that expressive element of her face her arms, her body. She was able to move through all of that really nicely. Lots of dramatic energy that didn't have too much power or didn't get lost. She channeled the energy into the moves. She kicked off the routine straight away and did some backward walks. And I was really impressed with how she rolled through her feet. Of course, when we're walking backwards, we can't arrive on a heel. We have to arrive on a toe and roll through the feet. I saw her doing that really nicely. And I picked up on that because in previous weeks, we've talked about Ellie not using her footwork correctly. She's missed a few heel leads walking forwards. Um, But I was really impressed with her backward work here. Her heels... Still need to be improved at times. In the Paso, some steps are a toe. Her timing was a little bit off. I don't know whether she was ahead or behind of the music. I couldn't quite work out. But she wasn't really sat in the pocket of the music where she should have been. And that's also something we're seeing when she's dancing solo. But I do have to say, I absolutely loved the arm work, the hands, the wrist action. I really liked. She was able to fill the space around her. I would like to have seen a little more curvature of the spine, push that chest out just a little more to create a stronger stance. But I actually really enjoyed the routine overall. Fantastic choreography. That was really nice. Something new that we've not seen before as well, especially that trust fall that they did towards the end of the routine. That was fantastic. So yeah, overall, a really good routine i just need her to think about working on her footwork still and it will continue to improve the scores are in seven next to take to the floor with the couple's choice to grange hill was molly and carlos Now, this dance didn't, I don't think, arrive and um, communicate as well as it was supposed to. I really like the character. I thought she did a fantastic job there. And I love the partnering of these two. They really bring out great things between each other. They've got fantastic energy and they really give everything on the floor. So, I like that. But, I do have to agree with the judges. I thought this routine was a little safe. She could have done a lot more with it. Now, I'm not disputing the fact that the routine was good. It was a really good routine. But we know Molly has so much potential. We've seen her cha-cha last week. We saw her quick step the weeks before. I know she had more in, in her to do better. Even though it was a good routine, if that makes sense. So, it took me a while to actually, like, get my thoughts down onto paper at the end of this routine. Yeah, I was I was a bit unsure. There was a couple of sync issues, and that was exaggerated because of the props. If she didn't have the props, then I don't think we would have picked up on the sync issues as much. But with this style of dance, when there's quite a lot of mirroring and shadow work, um, we do see sync issues more often than in the normal ballroom and Latin. I completely agree with Shirley about the changes of energy. This was a very smooth routine that didn't have the intention that last week's cha cha had. Last week I really liked and I knew what uh, Carlos was trying to do with the start and stop of the cha cha. This week it was all very smooth. There wasn't any highlights in there, there wasn't any fast poppy parts and then some slower parts, I felt it was just all too smooth. But, like I said, she is a fantastic dancer. I felt she was a bit disheartened with the comments, you know, because they were quite tough on her. But again, like me and like the judges think, I really think she's got potential. We've seen it. There just needed to be a bit more in this routine. The scores are in. Eight. Next to take to the floor with a quick step honouring the BBC nature programmes was Hamza and Joita. I loved the song, I have to say that straight away. You know, some of the song choices tonight were very different, but I really like the song for this one. This quick step was full of content, scatter chassis all over the floor, really nice Charleston elements, nice runs and hops and jumps, slides, All of that was in there, really advanced, quick step steps in here. I also love the partnering of these two. There's there's so many good partnerships this year on the show that everybody really works well together, and this is a prime example of a good partnership. He's really starting to lead Joita around the floor in the ballrooms. He does it really well in his Latin, and I can see it peeking through in the quick step. I love watching him dance. He's got something about him that he just presents himself really nicely and is able to channel himself to every dance, which is really impressive. Now, there was a couple of issues with this dance. Um, There was a slip just before one of his slides that he went into. He got slightly off balance. Um, It didn't throw him too much. He managed to pick it back up, but it was quite noticeable. I agree with the judges about the feet, We need them to be parallel in ballroom. And I notice them turning inwards, which is definitely not what we want. If anything, if you can't get them parallel, turn them out. Um, That's better than turning them in. And I also want to see him closing his feet He needs to take time to close the feet, change weight, and then push off. Imagine like a duck on water, very graceful on the top, your feet flapping on the bottom. That's basically what we need in a quick step. A very still upper half that still has rotation, twists and turns when it needs to, in the different positions in hold, but the feet do a lot of the work. And I could just see him at times with a wobbly frame. It was in the bottom corner near the stairs. His frame was just wobbling a bit. So I want him to just put a little more effort in keeping that still. One thing I did pick up on, though, is how well he presented his right hand on the back of Joe Weeter. His fingers were closed. His thumb wasn't sticking up. It wasn't tight. He wasn't um, stopping the shaping of his wrist. The line continued from his arm. That was very impressive he's really starting now to think about the details so overall a superb routine i just want him to think about his frame a little more controlling that upper half keeping everything still and using his legs great content and a great routine the scores are in eight next take to the floor with a tango was Ellie and Johannes, and they were dancing to the Casualty theme tune. First of all, let's talk about the opening to this dance. This was really, really funny. I did think, oh gosh, is this going on for too long? We need to get into some tango. But actually, I was wrong. I uh, really thought they got this balance of the acting performance and then the in-hold stuff quite nicely. It was just the right amount and the right length of the opening. I will agree with Craig. I think they could have moved the comedy and the characters into the routine. They sort of left that after the open opening stuff. Um, but yeah, a really actually quite nice tango. Great backwards walks. A little bit like uh, Ellie when she was walking back in the Paso. I saw her rolling through her feet. She has a superb postural line. It is completely continuous from the bottom of her back, all the way through her spine, to her neck, to her head. And what was also really impressive is her left arm under Johannes' armpit. Like, absolutely perfect. Didn't wobble about. Wasn't in the wrong place. It was like it was slotted in and it was just meant to be there. I also saw her attempting to isolate her hips on the promenade sections. I saw her trying to keep her upper half quite controlled and opening out in the correct way. Um, Now, I will be honest, the footwork was a little mismatch. Slightly missed place at times. Some heel leads missed. I saw her trying to go on a toe when she needs to, some heels though um, that I was expecting to see as heels weren't heels, and I would also like to see her just give a little more attack on some of the link steps, some of the flicks that she does, I want to see those a little sharper, because I feel like they've got it in there, and I think she had time to make them sharper, because you know, like we were saying about Tyler and Diane, I liked how it was all very powerful this routine was quite soft so i think we could have had a balance of sharper actions in there and it still would have had the right balance of everything so i just want her to give it a little more attack a good dance just work on the footwork the scores are in seven Jade and Karen took to the floor with a tribute to Victoria Wood as they danced a Charleston. First of all, I have to say, I absolutely loved the opening of this dance. I thought it was very clever, very suited to Jade. And it was an opportunity on a themed week like this to show a little bit more than just the dancing. Who knew she could sing like that? Really refreshing to see something new on the dance floor like that. Even though it wasn't dancing. Uh, Now, this dance, I really enjoyed the performance. I think it was actually one of her best dances, if not her best dance. She really committed to the character. I think because she's a comedian, she's able to bring out that funny side to her. Technique-wise, this wasn't the best. The swivels were very sticky. It was like she was stuck to the floor they need to have um, an element of smoothness to them. Here, they were quite jolty, so I didn't love that. I'm seeing in a couple of her dances that she's quite flat-footed and quite heavy. I want her to really think about where she's placing her feet. Is it a heel, is it a toe? It doesn't matter too much in the Charleston. We're not really looking for heels and toes, but I still want her to think about the articulation of her feet. I felt she hit the floor Quite hard at times. I completely agree with the judges as well. I actually wrote this down before the judges said it. I need her to finish the figures, the moves, the lines, anything that she dances, I need her to finish it off. An example is when she did the little shimmies. She did one away from the camera, then she did one facing the camera. And she almost did them and didn't complete them. The beat that she was dancing them on was still playing that part of the music that she was supposed to be shimmying on was still going, and she'd already gone on to the next section of the routine, so I need her to think about finishing everything off. I have got to see each movement. Yes, the transitions have to be smooth, but I need everything to be finished, so just extend everything a little more, timing-wise and actual movement. Extend it. Like I said, though, the performance was great. She really characterized it well, The dancing, Karen did quite a lot around her. She didn't do too much. I mean, she was still dancing. Um, She still had a lot of figures to do. But what I would like to have seen is when she wasn't dancing, when she was stood still helping Karen do a lift or whatever, she still has to look like she's dancing. She's still got to have musicality in her. However, having said all of that, I really enjoyed it. And I thought it was one of her best dances. A great Charleston, Just a few sticky moments. The scores are in. Seven. Will and Nancy were next to take to the floor with a Vini's waltz to the Line of Duty theme tune. Let's first of all talk about that opening. I mean, at the table really produced nicely the lighting was on them it was only them two everything else in darkness i couldn't take my eyes off the two of them i didn't know what was coming up next the acting skills that will has were really highlighted in this dance and it was a completely different take on the venice waltz that i've ever seen before i think it suited for the music and it suited for the character that he was playing But it wasn't what I expect from a Viennese waltz. Quite refreshing to see something different, but personally, I like a Viennese waltz that's a bit more graceful and glamorous um, and, you know, more traditional. But that's not to dispute the fantastic routine that he did. Now, I don't know why. Maybe I need to re look at the rules for the Viennese waltz. Maybe I'm wrong because the judges haven't picked up on any of the veneys waltzes this series but i think there was a bit too much rise and fall here and i think that's what made it not look like it was flying as much as it should be i just felt like it was going up and down too much and because of the suspense of this routine the energy that he was creating he completely lost his shoulders um it tensed up way too much his shoulders started to rise and he can just completely lost his neck there was a little mistake In the middle. I'm not sure what happened. I think he got on the wrong foot. I was shouting at the telly. I thought it was going to go wrong. You know he managed to pick it up. I just saw a slight mistake. At the start of the routine. His balance was a little too far back. So that didn't put him on the music. He was slightly off. um, And it just made him look a bit unstable. The change steps he did. The whisks that he did at the start. Were a little wobbly. But his performance got him through this. His acting skills. The connection between each other was great. And I actually quite enjoyed a different take on the routine. Not what I expected for a Vini's waltz, but still enjoyable. I want him to work on the control. I want him to work on posture and weight distribution. And I think then he will continue to improve in his ballroom. Not a bad Vini's waltz. The scores are in. Seven. Honouring BBC Sport was Tony and Katia. Because they danced a cha-cha to Grandstand. Now, Tony may have honoured BBC Sport, but he didn't quite honour the cha-cha. And that's sort of the sad reality of this. Tony is incredible in the way that he comes out every week and just puts everything into it. Every step was in there. Um... His whole energy went into this and he tried completely to get this right. And I love him for that. The routine had lots of content in there. Time steps, chassis, New York's, check steps, Cuban brakes. Quite a lot of stuff in there. Hardly any of it was executed as it should have been. I did, having said that though, see his feet turned out quite nicely on the Cuban brakes. Not much hip action. Not really is weight in the right place and not the correct tone that we need in the upper body. It was very floppy, very loose all over the place. Um, And what I noticed is when he wasn't doing a cha-cha figure, he was coming out of those figures in heels. He did so many heel leads in this dance, um, I wouldn't have been able to count them. And that is a big no, no, no for the cha-cha. No heel leads. You've got to lead with a toe. Heel just make everything look a bit clunky. So, I could see where the figures were in this dance. And everything else was just choreography to fluff the routine up. Katia, however, is still very clever to be able to get Tony through a cha-cha like this. There was a couple of mistakes. And we noticed them. The big mistake, though, throughout the majority of the routine was timing. I didn't see much timing at all. You know, we're supposed to lead with a two in the cha-cha. He got off time quite a bit. I saw Katia right at the start try and bring him back onto the routine. He was ahead of it. She, I could see, was looking at Tony and holding, waiting um, to lead him into the next step. Having said all that, like I started saying, I love him. I think he's great. And he's what Strictly is all about. He's not supposed to know how to dance. He is supposed to improve each week. This wasn't as good as last week not his worst dance but yeah not a fantastic cha-cha technically the scores are in three Closing the show with a quick step in tribute to Come Dancing was Kim and Graziano. Now, I was really quite impressed with this dance. I was a little unsure why the judges didn't love it as much as I did. But I thought it was a really good quick step. And what a way to close the show. Kim looked a little disheartened. I think, you know, she said she had a quite a tough day. Um, I thought it was quite nice. Full of content really moved across the floor well. Lots of scatter chassis, lots of runs, lots of good Charleston element in there. It's just unfortunate that this wasn't a Charleston. It was a quick step. Now I'll be honest, some of it wasn't great, as in there was quite a lot of gapping in the routine. I saw them moving separately and away from each other at times. What I need Kim to work on is her neckline. She completely lost her neck in this dance. Her shoulders started to rise. I saw her arms coming up. So that just makes everything sink a little. Her head was sinking into herself. I need all those lines extended. So I want her to just relax and enjoy it because she's got the potential to be a fantastic ballroom dancer. I agree with Shirley. I need her to strengthen her core. That will just help with control, with the connection between each other. If we've got a strong core, we've got our weight forward and our chest in the right place. However, really nice clean footwork I saw heels when I was supposed to. I saw toes when I was supposed to. She was nice and high up on her lock steps. She came out of the lock steps with her toe. And uh, there was basically every figure in there that I want to see in a quick step. So I thought she did a quite nice job. It's just unfortunate that this wasn't a Charleston. It was a quick step. The scores are in. Eight. So there we go, that's what I thought of week five. Overall, nobody stood out for me this week. I was expecting to give some nines. I didn't, not that I you know, chose to give no nines. It's just that nobody I think was almost perfect this week. Last year in week five was my first 10 to John and Johannes. So I was like, ooh, is anyone gonna be perfect this week? There wasn't, that's fine. I'm sure we've got some perfect routines to come right let's talk about who i voted for this week i took quite a few minutes a good 10 minutes or so deciding who to vote for i take it really seriously i don't know whether you've realized i host a podcast and take it very seriously but i like to distribute my votes over my scores so you know if someone's got my highest score i'll vote for them If someone um, was very entertaining and I liked it performance-wise, I'll vote for them. And then sometimes I vote for a couple if I feel like they need saving or if I feel like they might be in trouble or I enjoyed them and the judges didn't for whatever reason. I try and vote like that. So this week, I was a bit unsure. My votes were slightly all over the place, but I managed to whittle it down to three couples. So this is who I voted for. The first couple to receive my vote with an energetic, fun and playful Charleston that I really enjoyed was Helen and Gorka. The next couple that got my vote with a fantastic quick step was Hamza and Yowita. I'm really rooting for Hamza, so I had to vote for him and then my final vote of the night went to a couple that took me a while to decide i was giving my vote to lots of other couples i didn't know who to give it for but i whittled it down to this couple i enjoyed this routine i thought it was really quite good just needed a little work on the details in the frame i think it was better than the judges made out so i had to vote for kim and graziano with their quick steps There we have it, that's who I voted for. Do let me know who you voted for as well. I'd love to know how you vote. Do you go for the best dancer? Do you go for your favorites? Send me a message on Instagram and let me know your tactics for voting. Now let's talk about who I think's going to be in the dance off. This week, I have actually managed to nail it down to two couples. I had three and I'll tell you who those three were, but I managed to nail it down to two. The first couple that I think is going to be in the dance-off is Molly and Carlos. The reason for that is because they were in the middle of the running order. And we know what happens when you're in the middle. You get forgotten about uh, because there's dances to follow. And I just feel like Molly didn't impress as much as she's capable of. And also, I'm a little worried for Jade and Karen. Like, I know the reaction to this dance wasn't great. Uh, The public didn't love it too much. I think it was one of her better dances. There was just better dances tonight. So, I feel like she could also be in danger. I was also thinking, before I narrowed it down to those two, that James and Amy could be in trouble. James got my second lowest score of the night. His dance was early on in the show. Wasn't too memorable. But the reason I haven't put him in the dance off is because I feel like people are going to get behind him. They are getting behind him. And we've seen that for the past weeks. And also, lots of people love Amy. So I think the public might save James. So yes, I think the dance off could be Molly and Jade. We will have to wait and see. Uh, For me, I have to wait till Sunday night. But for you, you just have to wait until after this music. And for the first time this series, I was absolutely correct. I predicted the dance-off as Molly and Jade. All of the judges unanimously saved Molly, but who would I have saved? Tess, it's over to you. Based on that dance-off alone, I am about to ask the name of the couple that you think deserves to stay and why. The couple with the most votes will remain in the competition, meaning the other couple is out of Strictly Come Dancing. This is it. Who are you going to save and why? Well, I have to say both couples improved on their performances on Saturday nights, and that's what we want to see. However, one couple was better right from the start of their routine. They had more punch, more content. They were in sync more often than the other couple. And I just felt like this couple had a little bit more than the other. So for that reason, I am saving Molly and Carlos. So there we go. Another podcast episode comes to a close. We are getting into the competition. Next week is Halloween week, which I'm super excited for. As you probably remember, Halloween last year was when we got our first 40 of the series. And actually, it was the earliest 40 in the history of Strictly. So will we get that again next week? We'll have to wait and see. I'm really now wanting to give a couple a 10. I am waiting for a perfect dance. So maybe that might happen next week. I don't know. My 10 paddle is very nearly on show. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Harry's Strictly Podcast. If you did enjoy, please make sure to leave a review. You can follow me on Instagram at harrysurplus. I'd love to know your thoughts. Thank you so much for listening. Keep dancing.